hi, welcome to the This Camford Life podcast. I'm Hamish Johnson, and uh, I guess we'll just start with by introducing my guest today. So to my left, I've got Mr. Morland, and in front of me, I've got Mrs. Bennett. To my right, I've got Jack Carpenter and Izzy Woodward. So I think we'll start by just telling us a little bit about each other. So, Mr. Morland, what's your role at Camford? And uh, I'm lucky enough to be uh, Hamish's uh, <laughs> tutor, which is why I've been bullied into this today. <laughs> Uh, I'm also a house tutor in Franklin, uh, so live in the boarding house and uh, have to deal with any miscreants and any conversations with the boys and look after them during the, the evenings. Miss Bennett, you just I give us a yeah. brief overview of your role at Camford. Yeah, well, I'm a matron in a boys and a girls boarding house, so I'm lucky enough to look after Hamish, Jack and Izzy. Um, and actually enjoy the differences the differences of a variety of interests that um, seem to come to the fore for the boys and girls and really I'm just a warm, watchful supportive eye (laughs) as a matron in a boarding house oh yeah, a mother away from home I'd say is the job title (laughs) teaching you how to make burgers (laughs) 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 but also just doing just the kind of things that a mother would do at home helping you out with various laundry, taxi, anything that makes your life comfortable, feel supportive and make you feel at home in the boarding house. Yeah, so Izzy, could you uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself? I'm Izzy and I joined in Shells. Um, I'm now another six and I've been boarding my entire way through in a girl's house, Delacey. Jack? (laughs) Um, Hello, I'm Jack. Uh, I've been at Canford since the start of Shells. Um, I'm a lower six student at the moment. Studying chemistry, maths, and economics. Very fun. <laughs> very uh, very difficult as well, but I do like a challenge. Um, I've been boarding almost all my life for, since a very young age because I've been abroad. Um, we used to live in London, quite far away from school. So, yeah, I've been boarding a long time. So I kind of I feel like I'm experienced in the subject. So, yeah, that's really nice to hear. So thank you for all for coming along. I know some no of you are short, short notice. <laughs> Uh, I think we'll start with you, Jack. So um, yeah, sure. you're overseas, and uh, could you just tell us a little bit about what it's like being an overseas boarder and sort of the some of the things you come against? And maybe Mrs. Bennett and Mr. Morland, you could uh, help us with this because obviously you have experience with looking after these sort of guys and girls in the boarding house. Yeah, so I I actually live in Singapore. I've been living in Singapore for about six years now, and I've been obviously the whole time at Camford, I've been abroad. Uh, it's it's a challenge. There's a lot of logistical things you have to go into. I mean, I don't have to do much of it. Thanks to my mum. She's a, she's really good at that stuff. <laughs> I mean, I don't give her enough credit, I don't think. But she is really good at that. Flights is a challenge because you have to think pricing. It's quite expensive and in advance. All these different things sort of come into it. I felt more a lot more at home, even though my parents were only a two-hour drive away. Franklin being, being so far away from home has been a good home away from home. Well, I guess that's really nice to hear, being one of my best mates in the year. In house, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, nice to have you here. Thank you, man. The key thing with the overseas students is, as house staff, you become very much their first port of call for anything. Obviously, not just academic, but pastorally, just talking about problems. Yeah. I mean, certainly you as living tutor. I mean, yeah, exactly. We come knocking on your door <laughs> in yeah, the middle of the night, sick, middle of the night, having sick, thrown up, Ill, <laughs> just want to <laughs> chat, just feeling really homesick. Yeah. Sometimes they just come knock on the door, <laughs> uh, which is talked. which is lovely when you get woken up at two a.m. for someone who's just feeling a bit homesick. Um, but no, but that's what makes it a real special job is because you do get to be that kind of surrogate family member, um, and yeah, just help them through tricky tr- challenges which you otherwise wouldn't get to do as a teacher at a, a day school. 
And sometimes it's the other way around. It's the fact that they'll have a, a grumble to parents and then not talk to them for a week and the parents start stressing out and you've got to be helping out the parents and making sure that they know that, don't worry, Jack's may have been complaining to you about this and that, but he's outside playing football and having a whale of a time, even though he's told you that he's a little bit down in the dumps. Mm. Uh, so you really do get to, to play that role uh, to the full. And that's, that's the best thing about being a, a boarding house teacher, I believe. Mr. Bennett, anything to add to that? I Absolutely. Mean, From a matron's perspective, yeah. well, it's, it's wonderful. Our door's always open. And it's wonderful when you come through and speak to us and talk to us, or maybe don't if you don't want to. But um, <laughs> to have an opportunity to, to actually welcome you into the boarding houses and just see you gradually develop, feel at home and warm to your surroundings and just blossom. It's wonderful. And gaining confidence, mm. make relationships with other people, um, in your year and throughout the house, which we work very hard on doing in both houses. And, um, and just, just seeing the, the, you adapt from your prep schools or what other schools you've come from, and you've come to a great new environment, and then you're, it, particularly if you're overseas, that there's a greater challenge, isn't there? You're coming more into the, un, into the unknown. Um, and we're always at hand to help with any of the various oh yeah, transport challenges as Jack was talking about mm. um, and communicating with the parents is very important as well mm. because a, a quick email or text might sound a bit sharp or you know please get my son to contact me because I haven't spoken to him for weeks <laughs> he's not replied to any of my texts or emails please maybe two three times a term we've all had house families or house dinner where we sit with our families which is basically two or three people from each year group getting together. And it's really nice because then you get to expand your friendships from not just your year, but other years as well. We've certainly had that in our house, Jack. Yeah, we've, uh, yeah, we've got definitely. our I mean, five-a-side like football, yeah, spike ball, volleyball. The in-house things, like you were saying, Izzy, are so important because they really bring out the best in people and a lot of, so they just, yeah, they definitely just a lot more unity. Yeah, they definitely just really build bonds between those years yeah. rather than it. Some of my closest friends are in the years below and above. Yeah, certainly. There are lots of things that happen there. Also, the arrangement of um, where dorms are along a corridor. Mm. There's not a wing of one year group, so that you you'll be in yeah. a dorm next door to somebody, somebody of a different really year group. Nice. So you inevitably mix. And in both houses, we do this. Yeah, mm. I think and that's quite a powerful experience for them. Yeah, and it just helps with the mentoring as well, and just mm. talking through things because the teachers we are a bit apart. And actually, if you're hearing things from people in the higher year that's going to help things because you can just talk about stuff which you maybe wouldn't want to share with teachers or just actually it's a lot more relatable if someone one year above you is talking about a life experience which you're going through right now than a teacher who's 10, 20, 30 years older with the best will in the world. It is different. So I think that really helps having those family dynamics within mm. the boarding house just to help people cope with all these different situations going through. Yeah, and it, even if it's just helping with work, talking about universities, what universities mm -hmm. you're looking at, what A-level choices, just yeah. small things like that, I think. From a matrix perspective, I'm very aware that um, some of the, the juniors will use their older pupils to sound ideas against, to go to, to ask for help. If there's a, maybe a tricky social situation they don't know how to manage, they will mm. um, engage the help from the older years. Yeah. And that really does work well because it that's something that people can use their own experiences and then you know we are we are a family within each house and so there are lots of different people with different personalities mm. catch um mm. seeing a different sight of each pupil and we pull that information and um we can then work really well as a team to help you 
enjoy yeah. your experience because it's to be it's got to be a home your house has got to be a home and we're here to mm -hmm. really try and create a warm environment for you so that you can thrive should we talk a little bit about co-curricular activities what we what, you know what we do around the boarding house what we do outside of it yeah so, what so you guys get up to? i actually do quite a lot around the school <laughs> um busy I, life yeah i'm do hockey, lacrosse, and athletics as my sports, which yeah. I really enjoy. I am part of the CCF. I do. I've done lots of musicals. Been in the choir for years. I've mm. Les Miserables. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, that was a great school play, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was well. Yeah. I think one, one of the best. Well, the one of the, the best, best I've ever seen. seen, and better than some of the shows I've seen on sort of big West End. West End. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all I mean, those ones really I've sort of seen. Yeah, that was that yeah. was pretty amazing. I mean, Sammy Smith and Adam. Phillips were the two main guys, and they yeah. were incredible. I've never really, I was actually blown away. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic just to see everyone getting so passionate about something which isn't just academics, and you really get to witness all that. Yeah. Whether mm. it is the play or the leadership through CCF or everyone's individual sports, yeah. you get to mm. see everyone just come alive in their own little area, and they find their own little sure. thing that they can be really passionate about and really proud of. Yeah. It just really adds to the I whole think, experience. Yeah, Definitely. yeah. I, I think that's what school's really all about. Because if you if you cut away all of that, schools are just education. It's, it's just pretty it. similar in all schools. So I feel like what makes a school a school is the co-curricular and the activities going on outside of it. Definitely. I think that's what really makes a school a school. Because yeah. if you think about it, education is pretty similar yeah. everywhere. Also, a lot of like your social life comes from the co-curricular. Yeah, the people things you, you do. Like a lot of my that. close friends have come from hockey, lacrosse. CCF, yeah, musicals. I've got mm. a lot of close friends through that, and that's been really nice to like expand my friendships. The great thing is as well to see that the pupils are um, really enjoying the talents of their their friends and other people. They mm. might not particularly necessarily be interested in in the art, but you can actually enjoy somebody else's abilities and. Um, I think each of you finds your talent. There's yeah. so much opportunity to expand and develop and try things that um, that's one of the great things about school like Canford. I mean, it's so immersive, isn't it? Mm. There's really so much to do, so much to get stuck in with. Mm. I mean, there's really never, I find there's not a time I'm not really doing anything. Just or could not be doing something. Yeah, yeah of course. Do. Yeah, it's things going on all the I time. Mean, especially it? in the junior school. On yeah. So on the afternoons, you're not doing anything. You've got sport activities. Mm. Mm. From ranging from shooting to sailing, I mean, it's, it's pretty <laughs> so much to yeah. try. There is so there? much to so try. Much, yeah. <laughs> you just throw yeah. yourself into it yeah. and just get Definitely. almost lost in all the different opportunities mm. yeah. that are there. And yeah. that's fantastic, well, especially at that age, yeah. to be able to do literally anything that you want to do. Mm. Uh, and you can take it to any level you want, whether it's a casual sport or you want to take it really seriously and, and push on. You can really uh, thrive and go for it. When you start at a brilliant school like this, you've really got to throw yourself into it because straight away, yeah. There's not many other times in your life where you're going to be able to do this kind of thing. It's so readily yeah, available. Yeah, exactly. Because there's just so many different facilities here. Um, yeah, and opportunities. I think. I mean, I think that's really the main theme of it. There is just so many opportunities. You've really <laughs> got to grasp everything. And from the teacher's standpoint, I think it's really important because you get to interact with the kids outside the classroom. And that's fantastic because you're teaching them that idea of life lessons and how to talk to people, not as a teacher pupil, but just adult to adult. And it's great seeing them start to realize that actually, you know, teachers aren't the enemy. We're all on the same yeah. side and yeah. you can actually have a really good conversation and, and chat away and, and have shared jokes. 
And then you really get that with the CCF, the plays, the, the sport, much more so than necessarily in the classroom. And yeah. it, then it helps lead that into the classroom. And then it just creates that atmosphere yep. that's really con conducive to, to learning through that. And you get that through the other stuff. And you develop yeah. really respect, respectful relationships. Yeah, you? both ways. Yeah. You just yeah. really Not start to understand well. the pupils so much yeah. better. And, and, they, and they understand you. And yeah. so it just all kind of feeds together and it just snowballs into just a really yeah. positive environment. The great yeah. thing about doing so much and having such busy lives is you learn time management. Yeah. Mm, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And oh, there are gosh. times when, <laughs> there are times as a matron where, where you have students who are so busy, they do so much, which actually you all, you all do. And sometimes it almost becomes too much. And, um, but then you see at the same time that they can then work out. They just, just give themselves a bit of time and they can work yeah, out, they can manage absolutely. that. And through that, they develop confidence and the knowledge that when they are so busy that they can manage, they can cope. Um, and I think that that will probably follow them through. It would be a great thing to follow them through into the working life when things become stressful and intense, yeah, they know that the, it will get better. They yeah. know they, yeah. they can There's manage, they can definitely cope. definitely a lot more of that so in much. sixth form, oh especially yeah. like yeah. the contrast between the junior school and the sixth form. It's not massive, but in the respect that you are much more in charge of what you do and your work and... Mm. With study periods. Yeah, with study periods and you have like no more first prep. So you have to organise yourself and your extra activities around that because they become a lot more of a group to join so rather than just like trying yeah. it in the junior yeah, school exactly. it's a lot more it's your thing now and you get to practice those skills which so often are called mm. soft skills but really they're more core life skills they're actually so much more important yeah. than anything else you, you can learn because they're so transferable and you get to practice that you get to make mistakes in an environment where someone can help you and catch you if you do uh, make a, an error mm. and it's then a lot you, more can, independent. you can go again yeah i think you exactly. need those transferable skills because i uh, heard about a figure that us as a generation will be changing between six six jobs or or such maybe even more throughout our lifetime we'll be doing six jobs or more um so those transfer of skills i think are just as important as the sort of education yeah, yeah i mean we could subjects. we could probably go really off topic with this one but <laughs> i mean going into an age of ai and that sort of thing those real soft skills and personal on a personal level are going to be more important than ever but obviously you could we could really go off topic yeah. on this one so yeah. <laughs> I think on the sport front, yeah, I mean, going back to teachers and teacher people uh, sort of relationships, I mean, our rugby season didn't go too well this year. <laughs> um, I don't want to. How many wins was it? Um, <coughs> zero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not great for the camp reputation, but I feel that we sort of developed as a team. Because, I mean, in the 15 season, it was really difficult we came across some really really good sides with some international players such as Millfield, Sherburn, all these really good sides and I mean we lot we did lose every game but we sort of we took we definitely took something away from that I, I feel. mean you learn from these sort of things don't yeah because I mean in the seven season it was a completely different different as like aspect to it because we went to Roslyn Park I don't know if you guys know it but it's a big big sevens tournament in in England and we won our first two games pretty comfortably then we came up against RGS Newcastle one of the biggest um biggest schools rugby schools in the country and we actually lost by two points a kick um so it kind of shows the development we got even though we didn't win a single game mm. we did have sort of that fire in us that that it sort of came out of the losing streak I yeah and, say. and being in the one of the boys boarding houses you guys were coming back from 
some of those really tough fixtures, either bad performances, which meant you'd been uh, drubbed, or really good performances and just come off the wrong side of a kick here or a kick there. And actually, the, the resiliency that you guys went through and knowing how to deal with uh, defeat and victory and treat them just the same was fantastic because you all really grew as individuals, as a team, as you said. And actually, that was so much more valuable than any one-off victory. Um, and I know it's, it is cliche to say that, but there's a reason why they're cliche. Because yeah, yeah. actually, it is really important to be able to do that. Mm. I, mean it, I mean, and definitely probably the the losing probably showed you how to win yeah definitely I think also coming back to our house with a lot of um, coming back with our teammates and sort of the the sort of community we had back at the house was definitely helpful after losing those those tight 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 games and uh, the way the borders sort of showed I mean the way the matron sort of showed us how losing isn't everything definitely helped us I think yeah 100% I think we'll just go around the circle one last time and say just a few, a sentence or two about what, what we love about boarding, really. Yeah, so my, my favourite thing about boarding is you get to see all the different sides of the, of the pupils. They will bring anything to you, any problems that they're having, which otherwise you wouldn't get to experience. And you do really do feel like you're making a big difference, almost as a, like a surrogate family member. And that's the best feeling. Mm. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. It's to feel that um, you're making a difference to that pupil um, and making them, their lives more comfortable, make them happier. Mm. To actually feel that you, know, you actually have done something worthwhile. Um, it's nothing like it. I'd say my favorite thing is probably just the atmosphere and the people that you get to know and grow with throughout your time the how much I've changed personally through my experiences I've had because of boarding and because you have to learn to live with people 24 7 mm. um it definitely builds your character <laughs> <laughs> it makes you a lot more tolerant living with your friends is a pretty awesome thing um I mean a lot of people live at home and I mean you argue with your parents just as you argue with your friends um but I think just being with your, your friends and every dinner like discussing things with them I think it's, it's a good life I mean my favorite has got to be the opportunities really and you know just the co the the amount of things you can get up to any there's really anything anything you can dream of you can do yeah. and that's so nice <laughs> and I mean you can do that after prep yeah, yeah. at 8.45 yeah. like anytime you develop that yeah. as well if you have an idea and you're like oh I really like to start learning how to play the bagpipes or something, they'd find a way to help <laughs> you, like, you know, yeah, definitely. find something to do. Yeah. It's a whole other family, really. Everyone in your, everyone in house is just another brother. <laughs> and that's really quite nice. Coming from a family of two brothers. <laughs> two a brothers. twin brother, mind you. <laughs> yeah. Who's shocking that you don't board with. <laughs> yeah, different well, houses. I mean, What's, all that about? What's all that Did about? Did they want you out of their boarding house or <laughs> vice versa? Yeah. Wow. Well, I think it's just, as a twin, um, you sort of you often get viewed as just one item and one person rather than two different individuals. Yeah, and I mean you were together for nine months. Yeah, <laughs> next to each other, so I guess uh. you had a lot of time. <laughs> and that uh, was enough. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was, was enough. enough. <laughs> so yeah, and, and then living with each other for however long it what has been years, twelve years, years, well seventeen years <laughs> now. Yeah, exactly. and then um, but um, I think that's it's just nice to be in a different house with different friend groups. And just enjoying different things. And that's that's really made a difference, I think. 
Yeah. I think we definitely had a great, you know, just a brief overview of what boarding's all about at Camford. Yeah. Thank and you uh, for uh, press ganging us all into this. <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> you. Well, well, thanks for coming along. Do you think we should all say Camford live together at the end? No, of I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> I think, I think after the cliche sayings of Mr. Morland, I've got a million of them. Thank you for listening to the This Camford Live podcast on the 23rd of May. Thank you for tuning in. Bye for now.